You're listening to the Crafting a Magical Life show, hosted by me, Sarah Martha. I'm a multi-passionate creative on a personal journey to craft a magical life through both my spiritual crafts and artsy crafty crafts. On this eclectic show, I will share my creative ideas and experiences with you. We'll talk about all things from spiritual healing, personal development and tarot cards, to decorating, recipes, self-care, and do-it-yourself projects so that you too can craft your own magical life. So are you ready? Let's get crafty. Hello, friends. I am so glad that you're here with me today. It's February, but feels more like April here in upstate New York. It's beautiful and sunny and like in the 50s. I'm currently sitting in our dining room, just looking out over my garden here. And, you know, it's wanting my attention. And I'm seriously thinking of maybe getting out and doing some cleanup this weekend since the ground will be nice and soft. And um, coming into this week, we're actually going to be on February break. So that always makes me feel like I have more time to do all of the things that I want. Um, but yeah, so anyways, I, I'm the, the kind of person where I like to save my garden cleanup for like the springtime because it gives me something to get out and do um, so that I get to be in my garden when it's still too early to actually plant anything. So in the fall, I just kind of like leave things a shit show out there. And then when the weather gets nice and I have the urge to garden, I can just like go out and clean up and feel like I'm doing something. And so, yeah, we've actually hardly even had a winter here this year, it turns out, that um, these upcoming weeks are still looking like they're in the 40s and 50s and Pete and Simon have hardly got out um, to get any snowboarding done. Poor Simon got a new snowboard for Christmas this year. <laughs> Super shitty timing on that one, I guess. But anyways, so it turns out that today's conversation is actually not about global warming and beautiful early spring weather. Um, but we are, however, going to chat a little bit about how you can get more veggies into your diet. Stick with me. It's not as boring as it sounds, I promise. I'm going to actually share six hacks for increasing your intake, and these are probably not things that you're already doing. And don't get me wrong, while I love me a good smoothie or a crunchy salad, sometimes you need to shake things up. Just a reminder that I am not a doctor, dietitian, nutritionist, or any sort of medical expert. I'm here to share what works for me with the hope that you can take away something helpful that you can use immediately. Crafting a Magical Life is all about finding magic by doing what feels good to you. So take these little hacks and personalize them to fit your needs. And don't do anything that doesn't feel good to you. Now, one thing you're going to learn super quick about me is that I am very much in tune and live in alignment with nature. So the changing seasons and the wheel of the year, all of the things. Selecting and eating my veggies is no different. Consuming vegetables that are in season boosts our health and supports the immune system. So our bodies have different nutritional needs depending on the time of year. Even our gut flora and the ability to digest certain foods actually changes with the seasons. Just as other animals and species depend on the earth to provide food, nature gives us exactly what we need when we need it too. Plus, eating in season means a higher quality food, so think strawberries in February versus fresh strawberries in June. So definitely suggest just buying veggies and fruits too that are you know in season, it'll be cheaper and healthier also. So one way you may not have thought to incorporate more vegetables into your diet is by using more vegetable broth. So aside from being a delicious soup base, veggie broth is a great way to flavor your foods and get some extra vegetable goodness into your diet. 
Some of the ways that I will use vegetable broth is to replace water when I cook rice. You can drizzle it over vegetables before you roast them. And veggie stock is also really great for sauteing or stir frying things, as well as creating delicious mashed veggies just by replacing all or part of the milk. And you may have heard about drinking bone broth, which is really super good for your gut health. But if you ever thought about drinking vegetable broth, it's delicious and really comforting when you sip it from a mug and it's a nutrient dense way to enjoy those veggies. Now vegetable broth is actually made by simmering vegetables and herbs in water, creating a delicious infusion of flavor and nutrients. You can purchase your own organic high quality broth at a store or it's so easy to make your own. You can make your own vegetable broth on the cheap by chopping your vegetables and any fresh herbs when you're cooking all of your favorite dishes and then just saving those skins, tops, ends, and stems. Put them in a gallon size freezer bag and stash them in the freezer and keep adding scraps over time until the bag is full. Now once you have a full bag of frozen vegetable scraps, you're going to dump them into a crock pot or you can use an instant pot and add a few bay leaves, maybe some sea salt and peppercorns, a few dried herbs. If you have fresh herbs, that's great too. And just fill it with water. Then you're just going to set the crock pot on high and let it cook for at least eight hours. 24 is better, um, but you want it to cook for a really nice long time. So definitely no less than eight hours. And if you're going to use an instant pot, I usually set mine to high pressure and I cook it for two hours. The reason I like to use a crock pot or an instant pot, because that way I can be cooking my vegetable broth while I'm gone at work or when I'm sleeping and it saves me time. That way I'm not having to boil things on a stove and worry about being home to do it. It can just be happening like passively while I'm doing something else. Now once your broth is cooked, place a strainer over the top of a large stock pot and then you can strain the cooked stock through the strainer into the large stock pot underneath, which will separate the broth from the scraps. After that, I usually just put mine in some glass canning jars or some other container. Just make sure that you leave at least an inch of space between the top to allow for expansion when it freezes or you're going to end up with some broken jars. It also does help to let the vegetable broth stay on the counter and cool before you put the lid on and freeze it. As a side note of a warning before we move on from the vegetable broth, just be sure if you want to try out my little frozen scrap method, just be sure not to use any scraps of greens like kale or lettuce greens. You also want to steer clear from foods like broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, things that are bitter um, because they will also make your broth taste bitter. All right, hack number two, pickles and veggie slaw. Pickling is a simple solution to preserving fresh seasonal vegetables and herbs so that you can enjoy them for a really long time. They will stay good for weeks, even like months in your refrigerator. It's a really great way too if you end up with extra veggies on your hands that maybe you're not going to have time to cook before they go bad. You can quickly make them into pickles so that you're not wasting food and like I said, you can enjoy them at a later time. To create nutrient-dense pickles and slaws where you're actually getting the benefits from the vegetables, which is what we're looking for here, Refrigerator pickles, or those meant for refrigerator storage, are key. Pickles that have been through a canning process have very little nutrition because the vitamins and minerals just can't survive the high temperatures of the processing. And if you choose to use a raw apple cider vinegar with the mother, that will also provide the added bonus of probiotics. There are like a million ways to eat pickled vegetables or veggie slaws. All right, well, maybe not a million, but like a million ways. Try eating your pickles and slaw on burgers, sandwiches, or in wraps. 
They're excellent on tacos, salads. Salads is awesome. It makes a super easy salad when you are in like a time crunch. Just chop up your greens and spoon some of the pickled veggies on top because even the brine can serve as a little dressing situation. It's perfect. I also love pickled veggie slaw on my nachos. You can eat them on eggs or even over tofu scramble for breakfast in the morning. Pickled vegetables make an awesome addition to a cheese board or a party platter, or just eat them on the side as a freaking snack. They're delicious. Now the fastest way to make a delicious veggie slaw is to kind of cheat a little bit. And honestly, it's to take advantage of pre-made shredded veggie mixes. So when you're busy, and you don't have the time to be slicing or shredding your own vegetables, you can just purchase a prepared coleslaw mix or like a broccoli slaw or even a fresh stir fry mix at your local grocery store. But if you do have the time to do some slicing and shredding, either by hand or with a food processor, that will give you a little more freedom to choose your favorite vegetables or vegetables that are in season like we talked about. And then you can mix and match to create your own like personalized slaw or pickle mixes. And you can literally make pickles out of pretty much any vegetable. Well, maybe not like potatoes because they're kind of like chalky and weird. But I did use butternut squash ones to make pickles. And they came out really good. Some of my favorite ones that you may have not ever considered making pickles out of are things like onions, actually. Brussels sprouts, a rutabaga. You can use cabbage and garlic cloves are awesome when you pickle them. Celery, parsnips, fennel, delicious carrot pickles, beets, pickled beets are amazing. So it doesn't always have to be, you know, a cucumber. Any sort of mix of vegetables, they make a delicious pickle. So to make your vegetable pickles or your veggie slaw, you're going to wash and thinly slice or shred your favorite seasonal veggies, or again, purchase a prepared mix at the store. And then choose a jar or container that will hold all of your sliced and shredded vegetables. Fill it up with the vegetables, leaving about a one inch space from the top. Once you have your container full of vegetables, then you can make the brine and pour it into the container, covering the vegetables completely. Now, depending on the size of the container that you choose, you may need to make several batches of the brine. You can find the recipes for our pickled veggie brine and for our pickled slaw brine on our blog, and I will leave the link to that in the show notes. So once you've added your brine, you just want to cover the container with a plastic lid because if you use one of the metal canning lids, it will corrode or interact with the vinegar. So you want to use one of the reusable plastic ones if possible. And then just give it a good shake and store it in the fridge for three days at least before you eat them. But they do keep for months. Okay, so veggie hack number three is to eat sprouts and shoots. These are especially awesome for the colder months when it's harder to grow fresh greens. Sprouts and shoots are packed with nutrients and they are available at most grocery stores, but they are very easy to grow yourself indoors. These microgreens are easy to incorporate into a variety of dishes. You can add them into salads, smoothies, add them into your wraps, put them on tacos, burgers, eggs, stir fries, sandwiches, nachos. You can cook them up in omelets, tofu scrambles. Like you can literally eat them on almost anything. It is really easy to sprout dried beans or dried peas. Growing pea shoots is a really fun and easy way to do your own microgreens. And all you need is a little planter or like a shallow baking dish. Even an 8x8 or a 9x13 dish works really great for this. And then you're going to use some potting soil. You need some dried peas, which can be found in the dried bean section at your local grocery store. You don't want to use split peas, so make sure you find the kind that are like a whole pea that's dried. 
and then you just need a spray bottle with water. So to get started, you're just going to fill your growing container three quarters of the way full with the potting soil. Sprinkle the dried peas evenly over the entire surface of the potting soil and then top that with a thin layer of potting soil over the peas. Now spray really well with the water to moisten the soil. Put the container near a window and be sure just to check your pea shoots every few days and continue spraying them with the water just to make sure that your dirt doesn't dry out. Now once the shoots grow a few inches long, you can begin cutting and using them. The shoots will continue to regrow as you cut them, but you will begin to produce tougher shoots over time. So once the shoots become chewy and stringy, you'll want to pull them out and then just start the process over with new peas. Pea shoots are sweet and mild, and so they are very easy to incorporate into your favorite recipes. Hack number four is in the sauce. You can quickly up your veggie intake by enhancing your favorite store-bought sauces. Make your own vegetable garden sauce by adding in herbs and veggies, or make it super easy by stirring in some canned pumpkin or squash for a lovely flavor boost. It is extremely easy to make your own garden sauce. All you need is one prepared 24-ounce jar of pasta sauce, or three cups of homemade sauce if you have it, and then two cups of your favorite seasonal veggies all chopped up. You'll start out by just sauteing the chopped vegetables. My favorites are like onions, carrots, celery, bell peppers, mushrooms, spinach, and some Swiss chard. I like to get some greens in there. Over medium heat using olive oil or vegetable stock until they are soft. Once the vegetables are cooked and soft, you're just gonna pour that prepared jar of pasta sauce over the vegetables and simmer the whole thing for about 20 minutes. Just make sure that you stir, you know, frequently so that the vegetables don't sink to the bottom and burn the sauce. If you're not a huge fan of like the chunky vegetable sauce, you can easily blend it with an immersion blender so that it becomes silky and smooth and a little more pureed. Now don't forget that all the recipes that I'm sharing with you in today's episode can be found at our Crafting a Magical Life blog. So I will be sure to provide that link in the show notes so that you can head over there after this episode and grab all the recipes. Okay, vegetable hack number five is to eat more soup. Bet you didn't see that one coming. Often, we think of creating meals around soup, like thinking of it as the main course. But soup can be served as a side dish that pairs perfectly with a roast or salad, sandwiches, even like a flatbread pizza, a wrap, burgers, quesadillas. Our family loves to use soup in lieu of roasted veggies or a salad when we want to change things up a little bit. So when you're feeling tired of some of those stir fries or sauteed veggies, try doing a vegetable-based soup, chowder, or a chunky vegetable stew instead. So while we know that vegetable soup or stew is not a new thing, and there's probably a trillion recipes out on the interwebs, we wanted to include a couple of unique recipes that we developed ourselves to help expand your vegetable soup recipe repertoire. That's like recipe repertoire. That's almost an alliteration. It kind of felt like it should be. I'd like it to be, but it's not. So anyways, we've provided two recipes that you can check out that are a little bit unique and different if you're looking for something new to try. There's a maple hard cider French onion soup and an herbe de Provence pumpkin soup. Both kind of fallish actually in theme, but you know, as a couple of witches, fall is our favorite season after all. But they're both very easy to put together and we felt like they were a little more unique than some of the recipes that we've seen. And of course we developed them ourselves, so they're going to be amazing. All right, friends, and to wrap up this episode, hack number six for eating more vegetables 
is to eat vegetables for breakfast. Hell yes, my friend. Vegetable breakfast hashes are a delicious and easy way to eat more vegetables. And when I do my breakfast hashes, I like to make them in large batches so that I can enjoy them throughout the week. Because again, full-time job, nobody has time to be doing this on the daily. So batching definitely is my friend. And these are things that are very easy to make large batches of so that you can have something to depend on during those busy mornings. Now, a vegetable hash is delicious just on its own for breakfast, but you can also try serving it with eggs or a tofu scramble with sliced avocado, toast, a bagel. You can make it into a burrito by adding the vegetables and then maybe some scrambled eggs and rolling it up. Try eating a vegetable hash over a baked sweet potato. You can even mash the sweet potato. Make a breakfast power bowl. You can use rice or cauliflower rice, some sauteed greens, and then spoon the veggie hash on top. You can even top the whole thing with an egg. You can try it with chorizo or other breakfast sausage or crumbled bacon. My favorite breakfast hash is a roasted sweet potato and apple hash. And you can find the recipe for that on our Crafting a Magical Life blog. So there you go. Six tips for eating more vegetables. I hope you were able to take a few ideas away from today's episode, things that you're excited to try, and get a little crafty in the kitchen. So that's it for today's episode, friends. I hope that you all have a lovely, magical week, and I can't wait to see you here next time. Hey, before you go, did you know that you can hear these episodes on our Crafting a Magical Life YouTube channel? Yup! We've paired our episodes with beautiful visuals so that you can have a little ambiance while you're cooking or crafting. So check out our YouTube channel, linked in our show notes. Mm-hmm.